0: Welcome to the Homeschool Show, dedicated to viewing home education and all aspects of life through the prism of God's Word. Thousands of families are experiencing the educational freedoms and challenges of teaching their own children at home. Now here's your host, veteran teacher, homeschooling dad, author, speaker, award-winning film producer, and president of Piedmont Education Services, Greg Munger.
1: Welcome, I'm glad you're here with us today on The Homeschool Show. We're going to be talking about how do you homeschool from a biblical worldview? (laughs) What is a biblical worldview anyway? How does it differ from other worldviews? And what part do parents play in the teaching of their children? Can parents truly give the kids a quality education? Or do they need so-called professional teachers? Is it legitimate to hire tutors? How do you actually teach from a biblical worldview? What are the practical outworkings of this approach? Hello, I'm your host, Greg Munger, here on The Homeschool Show, where we talk about home education and along the way, look at all of life through the prism of God's Word. Don't forget, if you ever want to ask anything of us, contact us in any way, listen to our previous shows, or ask any questions about our experts, you can do so on the web at thehomeschoolshow.net. Today we have... With us, uh, Reverend Mrs. Derek Bowman. Derek's a pastor of a Bible-believing church in Dallas, Georgia, northwestern uh, Atlanta area, uh, Calvary Free Presbyterian Church, and Lydia, his wife, mother of the three children, soon to be four. She's expecting in July. July. All right. Homeschooling, all, and she's homeschooled herself, all 12 grades, and they're special to me because they're my daughter and son-in-law. But we're glad to have them. Thank you for coming again. Thank Thank you. you. By the way, if you're listening to us today and you didn't get last week's show about the biblical philosophy of home education, I encourage you to go to our website, thehomeschoolshow.net, pull up that podcast and listen to that as well. But we're talking today about a biblical worldview. What in the world is a biblical worldview and what are the other types of worldview? Derek?
0: Well, I really like to simplify things. Yes. And I would submit that there really are only two worldviews. Only two worldviews. Okay. There's a biblical worldview that says God is first. And that has to include every area of life. You put the Lord first and everything you do is to the honor and glory of God.
1: Whether therefore you
0: eat or drink or whatsoever you do. Whatsoever you do, do all to the glory of God. Man's chief end to glorify God and to enjoy him forever. Mm -hmm. So there's the biblical worldview. The only other option is man first, me first, self first. And you can analyze every other philosophy that has existed from Epicureanism to existentialism to humanism to nihilism to Marxism. Marxism, whatever you want. Capitalism. And at the end, they all boil down to man first. It's all about me. It's, It's how can I be happy and... You know, the the great question, what is the meaning of life? Mm-hmm. Well, all of those come down to me first, except for the Bible and a biblical worldview of God first. And everything that we do is to please and glorify him.
1: So how does that flow then into education and home education in particular? Since you all are homeschoolers, i are going to ask you in a minute why you got started. Uh, did you feel like that? Uh, maybe we should go into that. Why did you start homeschooling? Do you feel like that was the only way, the best way, the biblical mandate to... Uh, meet this uh, since education is not an end in itself it's simply a means to an end Um, and for the christian is to glorify god as you pointed out what does that got to do with home education
0: well i wasn't homeschooled myself i went to a christian school until sixth grade and then uh, beginning in sixth grade on to graduation went to a public school okay and come from a very conservative rather small town people, even in the public school, not antagonistic against the Bible. I was the president of a Bible club when I was in high school. Uh, So it was a good situation, if you could call it that. But looking back on my childhood days, especially uh, in high school and junior high, there are a lot of things I learned that, to be honest, as a Christian, I didn't have any business learning. Uh, There's things that I knew about as a teenager that I didn't have any business knowing about. And the only place I learned them was at the public school with all of the other ungodly kids that were there.
1: Who may or may not have had uh, parents that were concerned about glorifying God and enjoying him forever. Right.
0: And so looking at my own children, and uh, as we've discussed before a little bit about the biblical mandate for parents to bring their children up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. Mm Mm-hmm homeschooling, I believe, is the best option for that. Homeschooling is not the end all. You can homeschool through to 12th grade and send a reprobate off to college.
1: That happens a lot. Yeah,
0: it happens a lot. But there is that mandate for us to raise our children in the nurture and admonition of the Lord, and I believe homeschooling is the easiest way to do that.
1: Okay. Lydia, for you, you've always been homeschooling from uh, preschool, learned how to read, mom taught you to read, and then you graduated from uh, homeschool high school. So how did that uh, influence you and in your decision in particularly to homeschool from a biblical worldview?
2: For me, I think it was just something I was very familiar with already, having been homeschooled. And there was that aspect of, I know that this Is a good way I know that this works I know that you get a good academic education and I know from my personal experience that you get a good biblical worldview education Hmm. and as Derek and I started talking about what we wanted to do with our own children that basis of my education being a good biblical worldview homeschooled education was a great Um, backup really for us when we had people question us are you really going to do that um we said yes it works and you can teach your children um the best as derek pointed out the only right worldview: um god first and so i think for me it was an easy decision in that sense
1: in our last show we talked about i think at the very end of the show we talked about the fact of uh uh, are we t- we're talking about the biblical uh, philosophy of homeschooling or biblical philosophy of education, really, that uh, parents are commanded to teach their children by example and by precept. Uh, God's Word is to be the subject of conversation throughout the whole day, is to be taught in every aspect of life. But uh, Derek ended with uh, the idea of teaching children uh, really the main purpose or the main goal of education, and that is to teach children what God has done for us in redemption, and everything else flows from that. What else about, uh, we, we also talked about, by the way, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, this reverential awe and uh, obedient submission to the, to the Word of God. But one of the things that you can do or that the Word of God commands, as we see, is discipleship. You know, the, and maybe Derek can talk about that, about discipleship, and how do, can you do that better, or which is the best alternative for discipling your children, sending them off to a traditional classroom, or... Uh, teaching them at home um, since the Lord Jesus himself talked about discipling, go into all the world and preach the gospel and make disciple of the people.
0: A disciple really is nothing different than a student. A disciple is a learner. He's a follower. And to be a follower, you have to have a leader. And that's what we are as parents. We are the spiritual leaders of our children. And in that sense, we're discipling them every single day. Everything we do is teaching to our children because they're watching us and they learn from us. They learn our good habits and unfortunately, they seem to remember our bad habits longer (laughs) and they they seem to learn those bad habits a whole lot faster than they learn the good ones. And discipleship is simply teaching them, we discipling our kids is teaching them to follow the Lord. But we have to be following the Lord ourselves as parents first.
1: So then the Christian worldview, the biblical worldview of of education is that we're teaching our children to know God. We're, right. we're teaching our children to love him and to obey him. As it says in uh, Psalm 78, is that we're to learn to uh, teach our children to trust God, not forget what he has done, and obey God's word. Okay, the question is then, how do you do that in math, Bible, t- I guess Bible's kind of easy, <laughs> um, <laughs> science, um, reading, spelling, which a lot of kids don't like, or other types of subjects. How do you do that in a practical level? Lydia, you're the teacher of the home uh, for the most part.
2: I think, practically speaking, it's easier than you would think it would be um, as you start to look at the different subjects incorporating um, the Word of God and a mindset towards um, the Lord and honoring Him. For instance, a couple weeks ago we planted our garden and that was hands-on science day. It was going out and seeing how did God make this world amazing creation that He has formed And how does a plant work? How did God make it so that we put one little seed in the ground and then he really does all the rest? And for him um, to do this whole creation and we can view it every day. And so it's really just looking and finding those ways of seeing where we can implement and incorporate the word of God and viewing what God has done every single day.
1: So that's the positive aspect of it, but the negative uh, would be, that, or what you're trying, things that you're trying to avoid. Uh, Derek, you had mentioned earlier about, oh, t- about the things that uh, you wish you'd avoided, or that you didn't have any business learning, and uh, you can avoid. Uh, is that one of those dis- reasons why you decided, decided to start homeschooling? Is that you realized you could avoid so many of the
0: problems? Oh, sure. You're never going to have your children avoid everything. Right. But I can just give one example here. Uh, being a pastor of a small church, uh, I do some work as a substitute teacher in the public school system of all places. <laughs> all right. uh, perhaps ironic in um, us being on this talk show about homeschooling. Um, but the other day I took the class that I was substituting, a small, I believe it was a second grade class, if I remember right, took them to the gymnasium for them to do their P.E. time. And when I walked in, the gym coach had a big stereo system set up there in the school and was playing rock and roll music. And I just thought to myself, you know, this is the exact thing that I'm trying to keep my children away from. If there's something on television or if there's a video or even a cartoon that they're watching that has what we judge to be bad, worldly, ungodly music, we make them turn it off. We, we try our best to keep them from that. And here, if I was sending my children off to this school for 45, 50 minutes while they're in PE, they're supposed to be exercising, which is a good thing, but yet here they are being indoctrinated with rock and roll music that I don't want my children listening to. And it's not like I can send a note to the teacher and have my child opt out of PE because they're hearing the rock music. So there's so many things like that, that you know, in a way are just passive. It's not that they're on purpose, teaching bad things, but it's passive things. The little kids under the slide at the playground uh, start talking about things. Uh, An idle mind is the devil's workshop, and you get a bunch of little kids together and start talking about nonsense. Who knows where they're going to go? And that's exactly the thing that Lydia and I have discussed so many times that we want to protect our children from, keep them from those things.
1: And that really does tie in with the main purpose or the goal of education, to teach our kids about what God has done for us in redemption, to teach them the reverential awe and obedient submission to God, to His Word, to the Bible, to teach them to trust in God, not forget what God has done, to obey His Word. And it can be done in every subject, whether it's math or science or history or language or whatever it is. Well, we're going to have to take a break here just for a minute. Uh, but when we come back, we'll talk with uh, Derek and Lydia Bowman some more about homeschooling, about the biblical worldview of homeschooling, and some of the more practical things. You're listening to The Homeschool Show. We'll be right back. Welcome back to The Homeschool Show. Our guest today is Reverend Mrs. Derek Bowman. Uh, Derek and Lydia are the parents of three children and soon to have another child. Congratulations. Congratulations. Derek's a pastor in uh, Atlanta area, and Lydia is homeschooling the children and uh, herself having been homeschooled all 12 grades. We've been talking about what is a biblical worldview, and we've seen the fact that the biblical worldview is uh, that education is a means to an end, not an end in itself. And that end is to glorify God and enjoy Him forever. We want to right now talk about some of the practical aspects of homeschooling and putting this biblical worldview, this biblical philosophy into practice. What do you think the part of the parents is to play? How much should you be educating your children? And particularly, do you think you can really give your kids a quality education? And are you ever going to have a professional teacher, a tutor, et cetera, et cetera? Lydia, why don't you respond to that first?
2: I believe that from the biblical worldview, we have that mandate, as we've been talking about, to educate our children. And sometimes the best way to do that is to or bring in whatever situation you've got going, someone who maybe has a fuller knowledge of a particular subject than you yourself do. For instance, I'm not extremely great at math, but thankfully Derek is, so our family's covered on the math basis, but I know other families who aren't that great at math, and they do need somebody to come in and help their high schooler with those higher math mm-hmm. subjects but you're still, as the parents, overseeing that. You're still monitoring what's going on. You're kind of as we were talking about earlier with Derek talking about the PE class and the rock music. We want our children to be in the world, but not of the world. And for a homeschooling family that's easily controlled, that's easily encouraged, that environment of rich learning with the underpinnings of the Word of God, of the biblical worldview, with the help at times of people who have maybe a proficiency in one area or another.
1: So that's uh, often the case in many parents that uh, it was in our family that I was real strong in Bible and science and history, and so I loved those things and taught those things and worked with you four children a lot with that. Right. Uh, And your mother taught the reading and the math. She loved the math part, which I wasn't very good at. Um, And that happens quite a bit. But to actually apply the biblical worldview, when you actually, no matter who's teaching it, whether it's Derek teaching the math or you teaching so many other parts, are you trying to instill that whatever we're doing, uh, we're going to do a good job at it. We're going to do our best. We're going to work hard. We're going to be diligent and that kind of thing. Derek, talk about that.
0: Sure, right. You want to do everything for the glory of God. So I mean, when you're sitting and staring at a page full of addition facts, mm-hmm. as a seven-year-old little kid, how does a seven-year-old glorify God by doing his math facts? Well, he does it by not complaining. He does it by doing his best. He might not get them all right, but he does his best. And also, you know, even in math, two plus two is always four. It's not going to change. It's not going to be something different. Not even in the new math. No, <laughs> not even in new math. And, you know, there's an opportunity there to show that this is something that God has made. God has created this, mm. and he's created it with an order, and he's created it with rules. And in math, if you don't follow the rules, you know, for example, you get to algebra, there's an order of events that you have to work out problems. If you don't follow the rules, you're going to get the wrong answer. Well, in life, if you don't follow the rules, you're going to get the wrong answer. You're going to end up in jail or arrested or, you know, something maybe even worse if you're not following the rules. So there's rules to follow. Is then all of your teaching
1: rigid and structured and uh, in lockstep? You know, the Ephesians 6, uh, I think it's uh, chapter 6, 4, says, uh, Fathers, parents, don't uh, exasperate, don't provoke your children to anger, but rather, bring them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. That's kind of the idea of uh, not rigid and domineering. How do you keep from having everything in school so rigid and domineering? I think a lot of people think school has got to be that way. It's got to be rigid, domineering, kind of unreasonable, stricture, lockstep. That uh, is not fun. Lydia, how do you keep your homeschooling fun and enjoyable? I know there's got to be rules and structure somewhere, but uh, how do you make that balance?
2: There definitely has to be a balance there. You have the times where you're going to be sitting down, you're going to be doing your pages of work or um, reading or whatever it is, but there are so many opportunities in homeschooling to make learning fun, to incorporate the beauty of God's world and creation. God made our world for us to enjoy, and it's, it's glorious, I believe, to him to see us enjoying his creation. And We have so many different things that we can do with our kids. Uh, For instance, my boys already love to help me in the kitchen, just like their dad cooks. They love to cook. Oh, that's great. They come in the kitchen, and we're doing fractions by helping them. You know, this is half a cup here and three-fourths a cup there. So in ways of every day-to-day life, whether it's cooking or we talked about gardening, one thing and another, whether it's, you know, playing nicely with your brother and sister, that's learning the biblical worldview of loving your neighbor. So, there are so many things in the homeschooling that you can do that are not the rigid traditional classroom.
1: And it does take a balance there. We got uh, about one minute left. Eric, you anything you wanted to say?
0: Well, I was just going to add to that one specific example. We have had the opportunity to actually build a little schoolroom in our basement. Oh, yeah. And we took a break from formal sit down with your work pages, and the kids learned about laying out walls and reading a tape measure and installing drywall and using a screwdriver the right way and different <laughs> things like that
1: making that, a mess and cleaning it up right
0: <laughs> it was you know it, from a public school perspective it was shop class yeah you know and and they were having a great time with it but also in that is instilling in them a work ethic mm-hmm. because there were times that well they were tired and they didn't want to keep on doing that but mm. no you we have to get this job done so you have to keep working and that's part of a biblical worldview as well as establishing a godly work ethic
1: There's so many ways to do that. I wish we had more time to talk about that. And, of course, that's what this show is all about, looking at home education and, along the way, all of life through the prism of God's Word. Derek and Lydia, thank you for coming on the show today. Uh, We'll have to have them on again next time they come through town and and stay with us. But don't forget, you can always visit us on the web at thehomeschoolshow.net. You can read our blog, listen to any of the podcasts, ask an expert, and uh, please join with us next time as we again look at home education and all of life through the prism of God's Word here on The Homeschool Show.